Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. I wish I had better news. It is not DA. It is Mraz. And you usually hear me start this thing off on side B, although I do join DA on side A, except for when I'm suspended for flatulence, and I can promise none of those will happen today. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Permission Granted Podcast, one that had to be put out this week with DA on vacation and with us not podcasting the show. I know plenty of you D aliens are anxious who get us on the podcast to have us back next week. Do not worry. DA will be back with myself starting on Monday as we go full steam ahead to the first week of college football, the first true week of college football. And then the NFL from there on out, and we will have plenty of football coverage for you. Now, you might ask who's joining me right next to me inside A of the Permission Granted Podcast. I mean, there's always somebody. There's Andrew Bogish. There's Pete the Body Bilotti. There's been Jay Berman. There's been Kenny Brocks. Obviously, DA, when he is here, is on 99% of the PGPs because, you know, the 1% where he's on vacation, he obviously can't do it. The truth of the matter is, as I sit here and tape this on Wednesday, August 22nd, 2018, I have waited two full days and now into a third day to get somebody to accompany me on the PGP, and there's a freeze-out happening. That's the only way I can explain it. There's a freeze-out happening while DA is on vacation. I think some want me to sink, and I refuse to sink. And what I mean by that is I could not get a single person to tape the permission-granted podcast with me. Not a single person. Others when seeing this happen, might lay down and die and not put out a permission-granted podcast and just say, forget it. Nobody wants to do it. DA's on vacation. We're not going to have one happen this week, but I cannot do that. Now, you might say, Mraz, you're very lazy. Of course you don't want to put out a PGP. That's all you are is the lazy guy. No, no, no. I might be lazy, but I have to not be a glass house. Because when I was on vacation two vacations ago, a permission-granted podcast was never put out, and that was with DA here. And boy, did I give the show... A hard time. I gave every single one of those guys, DA, Bilotti, Bogus, how could you guys not put out a PGP with me away? Do you need me that badly? And that stung with those guys. And when I was away, just in Hawaii a couple weeks ago, they made sure to put out a podcast, and that wasn't the case. So I could have waited for DA to come back off his honeymoon and just say, hey, DA, nobody would do this, but I know he would hold it over my head. I, I know DA like the back of my hand, so I couldn't let that happen. So here I am. Got a couple things to go over. I want to leave you guys with something this week to listen to. So you're going to listen to me. And I'll explain why nobody could do it either because I I think a couple of these things might interest you and have to do with permission-granted podcasts of the last two weeks. So first and foremost, congratulations to DA. If he's going for a run somewhere in Bermuda and finally downloaded this, buddy, we're proud of you. He got married over the weekend on the boat, as we discussed last week on the PGP, his wedding party on that college football Saturday still to come. Pictures look great if you follow DA on Instagram. So he is at his honeymoon enjoying things. Now, I wanted Andrew Bogus here on the Permission Granted Podcast, and I believe I teased as much so last week that we would get him on this week after I bashed his career. And now we find out he will be able to attend DA's wedding. 
But I said enough with the Delaware Blue Hens games. Is he even doing Fordham games for free? And as a matter of fact, if you've at all heard or missed what I said about Andrew Bogus that's caused quite the stir, let's play back a couple snippets right now. The breaks haven't happened, and there's going to have to come a point in time where if the breaks haven't happened by this date, unless you're doing it for fun, then why are you doing it? <laughs> okay, so wait a second. So what do you think Bogus should do? Stop doing play-by-play and only do updates? Yeah, I mean, unless he's that hard-pressed for money. I don't know his financial situation. You think he should just... F- just do updates. Yeah, why waste your weekend? You got kids growing up. Hang out with the hang out with the kids. I, and I'm sorry, you know they're not going to hire a 60 year old guy to jump on the NFL for the first time. Well, he's only four. He's not even 40 yet. He's, Clock's ticking. He's only he's a decent looking guy. How long is that going to last? He's already <laughs> starting to creep on his hair. Sean McDonough was doing a World Series at 23. <laughs> Bogus is still doing Verizon FiOS Women's Lacrosse. Ah, yes. Boy, did I lay down the hammer on Bogus. The truth is. Uh, with Bogish, I, I mean, I'm half serious and half kidding. I want good things to break for Bogish. Typical narrative spun by DA is that I bashed him. But I said over and over again, he deserves high-quality jobs. He deserves an NFL play-by-play job. I just said, you know, he needs to go about a different way of representing himself. But yet this was twisted. Andrew Bogish got wind of this on Twitter. He had some snarky remarks while he was on vacation on the Jersey Shore. And I was hoping to clear the air with Bogus this week, only I find out he's not doing updates on the DA show, which has been hosted by various hosts this week, Andy Gresh and John Kincaid. No, 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 because of Mark Malouse, the Mooses. I'm sorry, Mark Malouse's the Moose. I don't know why I call him the Malouses or the Mooses. He is on vacation on Taz and the Moose. Therefore, the bogeyman is filling in and hosting there. So Bogus is jetting out of here every day at 9 a.m. this week. I, because of not working with DA being on vacation, I am only doing my afternoon duties at WFAN in New York with Bart Scott, Chris Carlin, and Maggie Gray this week. So my hours essentially have told me to come in at noon Eastern. I came in today, Wednesday, after whiffing the first two days on the PGP earlier. I got here by 9.45, hoping Bogus might still be around. He is not here, therefore he's left. So I have not gotten a chance to clear the air with Andrew Bogus, and I wanted to do so on the PGP. My... Sources tell me he is frustrated in the newsroom with me and he does not want to speak to me, at least publicly, and this would be a great forum publicly on the Permission Granted podcast, until DA has returned. Until he's returned. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if some under-the-table deals have been organized. But Andrew Bogish will have to hear what I had to say when DA is here next week, and therefore we cannot get him here. Andrew Bogus, though, via text, I spoke to in a group text yesterday, nothing about what I said last week, and I'm going to get to what was mentioned in the group text, and I hope that, because Andrew Bogus started and included me in this group, means that he's not utterly disappointed in me, but I don't know what I'm going to walk into next week. I don't know. And you tell me and tweet at me at MrazCBS, MrazCBS, do I deserve hatred from Bogus's way, or was I just speaking some truth? Now, on the flip side, you said, okay, no Bilotti because he's busy scheduling, who else could Mraz get to to host or co-host here on the Permission Granted podcast? I was going to go for Jay Berman. Because like I mentioned last week, or maybe I didn't mention it. I, I'm trying to keep track of which Permission Granted podcast it was. DA, when discussing Andrew Bogish and my you know bashing of him, he said, well, would you say the same thing about Jay Berman? And my quote was, Jay Berman's given up on life. What about Berman? 
Berman's, Berman's given up on life anyway. <laughs> That's so the worst example. He's so, given up on updates. <laughs> That's his only job, giving up on life. And Jay Berman heard this, got wind of it, and frankly was so disgusted by it that me and him had, I would argue, our first true argument and disagreement in our friendship because I consider Jay Berman a friend. He said, I can't believe you would say that. And, I, and still, because Berman always jokes around, I thought he was kidding, thought he was kidding. I thought we got to a good place until I approached him about being here on the Permission Granted podcast. Hey, air it out at me. Give it to me back. Jay Berman, for the first time in, in the Permission Granted podcast history, declined my offer. Again, I thought he was kidding when he declined, but no. Jay Berman came back at me with, I'm not playing your game. Quote, I'm not playing your game. I'm not playing you in DA's game. That's a quote. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, it's always something with this Permission Granted podcast with you guys. You, you know, Mirage, you want to poke the bear. You want to get people all riled up. You want to get people ticked off. And then you want to rope them in to get them on the Permission Granted podcast and turn it into a storyline that stretches over weeks. Now, I can't deny his accuracy there. I mean, we we know we don't speak of the man now known as Huge Freeze, but we know that was a big deal, <clears throat> Rosenhaus, that that was a core, uh, character that stretched on and on and on. Berman has been a character. Berman's been part of some infamous podcasts, including the one in which I burped and got suspended on. But I think Berman thought that I was really trying to rile him up, which obviously I did, and that I would attack him more on the Permission Granted podcast. But he told me, I hope you, you know, I hope you're let out to dry now. I hope you have nobody to do it with because now you need me after you bash me and I'm not going to be here for you. So Jay Berman now is going to, I don't want to do this to him because I'm more friends with him. He's going to approach huge freeze territory in a freeze out. No pun intended. Where I don't know how I could invite Jay Berman back on the Permission Granted podcast if when I needed him most, he was not there for me. When I knew he was available to do so. And now what? Now what? Now what do I do? Now you're just hearing me go on and on and on. Right? Would you like Jay Berman's comedy inserted here? Blame Jay. Don't blame me. I made a crack that he'd give it up on life. I was clearly kidding. In Well, sort of kidding. But this is what I get. This is the thanks I get. I give you a forum to stress out, a forum to attack me because I don't care. You can come at me. Come at me all day long. And he didn't do so. So no Jay Berman. I thought about asking Kenny Brock, Kenny Brock that of of eating crow territory and the original co-host of Side B, but the truth is this, with me doing extra producing duties at WFAN in New York, my editing time, I I just have to be honest, is less. I don't have as much time to comb through and hardcore edit the Permission Granted podcast, and I never have to truly hardcore edit because it is the cutting room floor, except for when Kenny Brock's on because the man doesn't stop cursing. All he does is F-bomb this, F-bomb that. And I am I am convinced Kenny Brock does it. And I love the man like a brother. We fight like brothers. I am convinced he does it just so I have to do extra work. And I was not going to play that game this week. I was not going to put myself through the stress of Brock dropping F-bombs. Now, Brock also on Twitter chimed in on the me and Bogus thing, the Bogus and I thing disagreement. And he said that if Andrew Bogus doesn't go full DeAndre Hopkins on me when he gets back, He'll think less of Bogus as a man. And, of course, he's referencing, you know, getting into a fight and knocking me out. And that's what Kenny Brock wants. So, I was going to give Kenny Brock that form. So, that left me with this. I called Joey Waller because Waller had my back on the argument on Twitter. Bad new breaking bad news with Joey Waller. Guy's not answering the phone. I don't know if he's in the middle of eating frozen dinners. 
I don't know what's going on with Joey Waller, but maybe he has some bad news of his own that he's breaking, and he left me out to dry. But now, so that sums up why you've heard me here for 11 minutes. But there is a character on the show, one of these storylines that Berman probably gets into, that ties into what I was mentioning with Bogus in a group chat. Peter Schwartz. Peter Schwartz, if you follow him on Twitter, I think it's Schwartz Sports or Schwartz on Sports, something like that. He has been going through the rehab process from earlier this summer, breaking a hip. CBS Sports Radio anchor on the weekends, formerly with the DA show the first two years of the DA show on CBS Sports Radio on the overnights. He broke his hip playing football with his kids on the sand, and he has documented every step of this rehab process. Now, in all seriousness, Schwartz is a, is a good person. And you want Schwartz to not be hurt. You know, nobody needs to break a hip. And uh, I'm, I'm happy he's on the road back. But he has treated this road to recovery like he's, you know, Victor Cruz doing the Showtime documentary. Uh, documentary? What am I talking about? Documentary. See, even when I'm talking about myself, I screw up words like I do on the air. It just shows it's not radio shtick. He's he's treating it like that Victor Cruz documentary. <laughs> documentary. <laughs> where he has the longest road to recovery ever. So much so that I, I don't have confirmation on this. But Dennis Bird, who was you know paralyzed on a field as a New York Jet years ago for a big hit, Dennis Bird, who tragically would later die in a car accident of October of a couple of years ago, Peter Schwartz switched his Twitter avatar to a Dennis Bird jersey. Now, nobody ever asked him why. There have been some rumblings. I hope... I hope, and only Schwartz could answer this, that Schwartz didn't make that his picture because he's comparing his broken hip to what happened to Dennis Bird. I hope. Because Dennis Bird was an inspiration to come and maybe Schwartz was using Dennis Bird as an inspiration. But if you think your broken hip is the same thing that happened to Dennis Bird, I mean, we gotta be kidding. But anyway, long story longer, Schwartz is back at it. Brings the kids his kids to a Met game. Now it's good that Schwartz is up and able and, and doing stuff with his kids again because Bottom line is he is a good father. He does so much with those kids. And and we make fun of him for the foul ball collection. And that's where it came in. I get a group chat from Bogus going, Schwartz at the Met game again. You know, how many foul balls are we going to get? And then he, you know, involves it on Twitter. Schwartz answers back, we got six all in batting practice. I even took one for myself. And here we go again. Peter Schwartz and foul balls and the kids and saying his kids just get lucky. Does that family need to go home with six baseballs yesterday? Does Schwartz need one for himself? Or if he has one for himself, can they each just have one? Can you know Maybe a good deed. If they each take one home, which they don't even need it because they got got 1,000 baseballs now at home, that still leaves three more baseballs. How about we toss them up to, to kids who don't have that opportunity to go on the field in the crowd? Give them one. Give them a thrill. Make them baseball fans for But no, Schwartz hounds six baseballs. So we got into this on Twitter, and you can follow the thread there. No shame in this guy. And also leads me to ask, Schwartz got his kids on the field yesterday at the Met game at City Field. What did, what rank did he pull there? Did Schwartz use the broken hip and, and his kids to get on the field? I hope this was pre-set up before that. I think Schwartz is using a hip to get his kids, you know, uh, some, some more up-close-to-personal opportunities. This guy thinks he's Willis Reed climbing back onto the floor. I don't get it, but you can t- check those out. Follow the thread. You go to my Twitter, at CBS. Tell me what you think. Is Schwartz on the baseballs? Is Schwartz only on the field with those kids because he broke his hip? I mean, wh- what are we doing here? But uh, Andrew Bogus texting me that and including me that 
I only hope and tells me that possibly he's not as angry with me as we are led on to believe. But we will only find that out next week. Only find that out next week. So we will see when DA returns from vacation. Now, when we come back next week, forget the permission granted podcast for a second. I'm talking about the DA show. We are going to be in the first full week of college football. And we're going to go steam ahead to the NFL. And this is always an exciting time in sports radio. You have cleared the summer abyss, which really with the NBA offseason now into NFL training camps doesn't even feel like as big as an abyss as when I started on the DA show five years ago. Seems like a lot more is happening. But anyway, it becomes a busy time. Topics are plenty. We still are going to do the goofy. You know the DA show. We do goofy. But it'll be a little less because we're going to have a lot to talk about. As far as guests, I think we can officially announce this, and I hope DA doesn't mind me doing so because I work with the man directly. Bart Scott, can't wait Bart Scott, who was an integral part before last season of two or three straight seasons of being in studio for an hour to two hours on the DA show once a week, was our favorite part of the week every week. Bart Scott is back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. I believe the day, I am 99% sure the day will be Wednesdays with Bart Scott, and I believe it will be the 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific hour. That is the announcement. Bart Scott will be back on the DA show in studio talking football on a hump day. I'm fairly certain it's hump day. He will always be back, but I'm fairly certain it will be Wednesdays, and it will be the 11 a.m. Eastern hour. What that means possibly for the epic fail in the 11 a.m. Eastern hour, I don't know. I don't know if... We're going to eliminate the epic fail. I mean, there's some tinkering around when you have a studio, a guest in studio. Maybe, yeah, because I want to get the full best of Bart Scott, and I'm really just thinking about this out loud. And does sacrificing two minutes of Bart Scott to play the epic fail make sense? I mean, for show continuity and always having an epic fail, maybe it does. Maybe we only do it when there's an epic fail has to be played back from earlier in the show. Maybe that's the case. Maybe if you know it's an epic fail where you don't love it, you don't play it. That'll be something that me and Dave have to discuss. But yeah. Bart Scott back. Packer fans, if you're listening, Tuesday after Labor Day, that first week of the NFL, Randall Cobb will be on the show. I have that locked up. So football guests start getting better and juicier. And, of course, Up the Gut will be back. Up the Gut, my NFL picks were last year. I was dog food. Actually, I've been dog food, I believe, for two years, 500 or so, plus your football food of the week. We always have fun with that. So that'll be back. Now, College football fans, we have to figure out exactly what to do here because we had Ward's winners for years. Before that, Brock's locks. Kenny Brock, famous for that run he went on in 2013 or 14 where he just he couldn't lose a college football game picking against the spread. we got to get some kind of pick segment in for college football. You know the Tasty Top 5 will be back. DA's Top 5 games of the college football weekend. Maybe DA makes some college football picks. I don't want to put that on his platter, but when he does the Tasty Top 5, maybe he picks the games, and that's where we get you your college football winners. So we have all of that jam-packed coming up starting in just a week. Just a week. So DA show fans, football fans, have no fear. If you've been with us through football seasons before, you know we take care of you. You know it's a blast, and we're going to continue to have fun. Bart Scott back. Good guests, including Randall Cobb, coming up that first week of the NFL. So all that and more. DA will return next week. I think he's out towards the end of the week for Labor Day weekend. I will be out that Friday. But we really get the ball Rolling And Sunday Morning Football with D.I. I know I'm not a part of that show, but that deserves recognition as well. Sunday Morning Football back again, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Sunday mornings to get your NFL Sunday started. That starts in just two weeks. So, so much good stuff, so much juicy stuff. 
And that's where I'm going to wrap up this week's Permission Granted podcast. I'm sorry if it sounded like I just rambled on and on, but as I said, had to put one out. If I don't put one out, I would never hear the end of it. And I hope my explanations for why I was here solo this week are suffice, but it had to be done, and you guys got a little something. So thank you guys for bearing with us on this vacation week, especially if you download the podcast where you're getting this now, and I hope this explains everything. And remember, you can tweet at me at CBS M-R-A-Z-C-B-S. Tweet at DA, at DA on CBS. And let's go. Football time's here. Everybody enjoy your weekend. And let's go full steam ahead. Next week, we look forward and preview the first weekend of the college football season. Take care. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.